Hello, and welcome to Combos for a Bubbly Life, a place where we talk about ways for you to live the life you've always dreamed of. Well, hello, my love. Welcome to Combos for a Bubbly Life. I'm your host, Tiara, aka T, and I love to live a life that is bubbly meaning an extraordinary life by your own design. On this podcast, we explore the journey of creating the life of our desires. Now let's get to it. So I this weekend, I completed the Queen Charlotte C- series on Netflix, uh, the Bridgerton spinoff, if you will. Um, and it leaves me feeling quite poetic, I have to say. Um, beautiful love story, the juxtaposition between the Bridgerton timeline and the timeline of the beginning of Queen Charlotte's reign and romance. Um, Very beautifully done. I love all of Shondaland's creations, Uh, at least all of the ones I've seen. (laughs) Uh, I believe that Shonda Rhimes does beautiful, beautiful, wonderful work. And um, that is not what I'm here to talk about. So, but I am here to talk about this mindset that, um, or moment that happened. I'm watching the last episode. I'm in it. There's like a very like climactic like scene happening. A lot of emotion and energy is happening. And it's like, I'm like emotional or whatever. And all of a sudden a crack pop happens and I kind of like actually, it it takes a second for me to recognize that it's happening in my home and not on the TV screen. Um, But it was kind of funny because I'm like, wait, what? And then I recognize it's not on the TV screen. So I just assume that, you know, my roommate has like knocked over a glass of wine and, you know, it happens from time to time. I once was told when I was uh, doing my in-home wine tastings uh, that like if one of our, you know, stemware breaks, it is, there's a a sign that good looks coming. And I'm like, all right, cool. And so it makes me less mad. (laughs) Uh, Even if a piece of crystal is gone, you know, like it is a little bit annoying and have to clean it up or whatever. So in that moment, I was just like, I chose to just, I'm just going to continue watching my show and I'm going to ignore it. He has to clean it up. It is his mess to make whatever. I'm just going to let it go. Uh, And then he's like, wait, what was that? (laughs) And I mean, this happened rather quickly in succession, but it's just like, my mind was just like, all right, like he did his thing. I'm not going to be mad about it. We're, we're, we're making choices. We're making choices to continue to enjoy the evening only to find out it was not a glass of wine that fell over and glass broken, which thankful for that. And then, so then when he makes it seem like, okay, like he didn't do anything, like he's playing his video game. I'm doing, uh, you know, watching my show. And then it's like, oh, wait, something else broke just randomly within the house uh, or apartment, better yet, but in our home. And I'm like, oh, man, like first my brain goes like, I hope it wasn't something that I really liked that broke. (laughs) Like, please not let it be. But where it came from, it was like the left side of me. So I'm like, all right, maybe something on my altar. I have candles going, maybe something near a candle cracked. Uh, And so I'm about to get up and and, and take a look at the altar and... You know, my roommate turns and he's like, oh, your light, your light broke. And I'm like, no, not my diva, my ring light. No, anything but my ring light. Uh, uh, but it tur- he was like, no, 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 on your desk. And I had a light on my desk. And um, 
he was like, was this light on the whole time? And I was like, yeah, when I turned out all the lights to watch my show, I turned this light on for you so that you weren't sitting in, in the dark, complete darkness while you're playing your game. Uh, and he was like, oh, I didn't even notice. And, you know, it kind of hit me. And like I said, watching Bridgerton and, and um, Queen Charlotte has put me in a very poetic state of mind. Uh, and so in that moment, it hit me. I was like, you know, we can shine so brightly and p shine a light onto people and they don't even notice. We can turn up the heat. We can shine so bright. And it takes us practically like, cracking and shattering for some people to notice, to pay attention, to recognize our light. And I've become more and more aware of the places and spaces that I spend my time and I put my energy because I don't like being in that situation, right? You know, being in a room where I feel like I am working so hard to be seen, to be heard, to be loved, and crickets. It's like not even noticing. And I've come to the realization that I do enough. I am enough. So if I'm in a space that can't recognize my light, I'm in the wrong space. I am in the wrong space. And this is an invitation to say, we do enough. If there are people that can't appreciate our boundaries, can't appreciate our worth, can't appreciate and recognize and see the great light, the heat, the nurturing, the love that we provide, then they are not our people. They need to be left in the dark. Maybe they'll recognize, and I'm not saying, you know, change our behavior in order to scorn or in a out of a a spiteful uh, emotion to flip the switch, if you will. I'm saying that we need to turn up the love on ourselves and see when others don't celebrate who we authentically are, they don't deserve our light. They can be lit up by someone else. They can be sat in the darkness. Um, oftentimes, I am finding that the people who don't recognize the light that we shine are just on a different frequency. There's nothing right or wrong about it. It is they are not where we are. Maybe our light is too bright and they can't handle it, so they have to run away. Maybe, maybe we don't shine bright enough for them. And not as a, we have to fix ourselves or do something for ourselves to shine brighter. We're just, you know, we're just different kinds of bulbs. Like, you know, they need, they need a 70 watt, we're at 60 watt, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, maybe 10 years down the line, we will naturally get to the 70 watt level and then we can like match, right? 
but there, there's a frequency. Like if you think about a radio station, I don't know, they seem kind of antiquated these days. <laughs> uh, I don't remember the last time I, I don't listen to the radio in my own car. Uh, but when I am with riding with someone else, um, they often have the radio, they go between radio and, um, auxiliary cord or whatever and so but when we're on the radio those still work they're still out there you have to match your station to the correct frequency to pick it up and if you're out of range then you don't hear anything um and that is how i think we are with people with our desires our frequencies have to match up uh, when we talk about manifestation, I truly do believe that anything that we desire, we desire it for a reason. We desire it for a reason for us to learn, for us to grow, for us to experience. And sometimes we don't get the desire that we want because maybe by the time we go through the experience that is needed to kind of align with that desire, we realize that the desire isn't exactly like what we were looking for. We were looking for a different, we were looking for an emotion that we thought would align with that desire, but honest, but we find the emotion, the fulfillment, the whatever in something else and understanding ourselves and our growth and, and our pathway. And so I feel like there's no mistakes. We, we learn things, we experience things for our journey for our betterment, for our growth, for our expansion. But at the end of the day, we always have a frequency and our frequency matches what our experience is. And when we are in spaces that feel disconnected, um, just uncomfortable, there's a there's a mismatch like our radio station is like trying to find I don't know the top 40 but we're standing in a room full of oldies and it's just you know there's nothing wrong with either you know I can get down with some oldies from time to time sometimes I do like the top 40 sometimes I'm looking for like lo-fi or whatever so like we gotta we gotta calibrate we gotta calibrate uh, and find what feels good and in that, we are expanding, right? We are connecting in. And I am finding for myself in my own experience that I am working too hard. And I am not going to try so hard to fit into a space that does not naturally or, yeah, naturally is a good word have a feeling or a vibration that matches my frequency. Meaning if I go out and I'm looking to have a good time, if I walk into a place and I just feel uncomfortable, there's no need for me to force myself to feel comfortable. If I am, and I'm not saying like, okay, like I'm nervous and, and because what if they don't like me? There's, there's a difference between being nervous for a new experience and walking in and just being like, ew. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and the more we're in tune with, like, you know, you, you walk in, you might order a drink, and you, like, you know, the service is, like, nobody wants to talk to you. There's, like, nobody at the, like, we've been some, you know, been to a restaurant, and it seems like nobody's there, and uh, yet it takes forever to get anyone to even, like, bring you a glass of water or even a menu, and you're like, what is going on? And we under- I understand that, you know, there can be low staff and I can understand why there the reasonings behind certain things but you kind of get a feeling if someone's like exacerbated and they when they come to your table you could tell that like something's going on and some there is a mismanagement happening if you someone comes over and they're like just like lackadaisical don't give zero anythings then you can tell that there's a lack of care Right, you can tell based off of the energy around you, and so when we're in places where people don't care, is that where we want to be? There is something to be said about being in a place where, like, there is like vibrancy, being in spaces that have just electrifying energy and, and help to to get you excited, right? And yes, we can be excited and having or having fun and, and be nervous to introduce ourselves to someone else. And that's okay. That's that's an expansive moment. But if we're somewhere and everyone is like exhausted, there is low energy, there is nothing of value there. There's nothing wrong with that spot like but recognizing, okay, maybe I should go like next door or tonight's not the not a good night is it worth my light my energy am i going to be able to pull people from the doldrums here am i going to almost crack to like bring some light to this situation cuz i never want to have to crack to get attention you know they say like the squeaky wheel gets the oil i don't want to have to be a squeaky wheel I want to be of service and also be aware, you know, like I want to be in the situation where the driver of this vehicle that, that we are all cogs in this, this vehicle, all going to down to the same journey, reaching the same goal. I don't know. We're going to the beach because I like the beach. We're going to the beach. We're all working to get to the beach, but also whoever is in charge driving whoever is a companion in this situation that we're helping get along to on this journey they're paying attention and they're doing the maintenance ahead of time they're giving the attention ahead of time right so for those of us who may not be the best with their cars i know that there's a certain mileage um or there's a little sticker that my mechanic puts on my, my windshield. So I can check that and see like, okay, like this, either at this many miles or this many months, I should bring my car in to be serviced. Nothing's wrong with my car, but you know, proper maintenance will help for the longevity. The same with our bodies, right? We go and go see the doctor every year for a physical. Nothing feels wrong, We get, but we're getting checked out and checked in because there might be something that could be not optimal 
that we can't tell from the naked eye that we could just get a little tweak and everything will be better, right? But we have to pay attention. We have to be conscious. We have to be consistent in our own maintenance. And main having this maintenance with our relationships and our emotions is very important for creating extraordinary lives and having extraordinary experiences. I'm seeing play out frequently around me where people are in relationships or in communities or part of organizations and they're not happy. And it's like, well, why, why are you there? And it's just like, this is what, what we do. And we become complacent and comfortable and just meeting an expectation that we might have set for ourselves 20 something years ago, 30 years ago, 50 years ago, who knows? Um, and we're just showing up because that's what we're quote unquote supposed to do. But is our light being used to the best of its ability? Is it being used to its truth, its light? (laughs) Is it in the correct space? So I invite you to look around you, look at and take take a note of all of the things that you participate in and ask yourself, is this still where my light needs to shine? If you are maybe a part of a service community, are they... Is, is the service that you're providing, is it still something that lights you up? Is it still, uh, you know, maybe it's a charity, maybe it's a fundraiser, maybe it's whatever. Like, is the end goal still something that lights you up? And if the answer is yes, wonderful. But also in the community, in the organization, and the committee that you are a part of, are you actually matching what you're trying to go for? Is it worth your light? And just take account of all the things. Does your job recognize the work that you put in? Does your manager recognize the value you bring to the space? Does your romantic partner, does your family, or do your family, I guess is proper English, <laughs> uh, recognize what you provide? what your light is, what your magic is. And I'm not saying like, you know, take a match and burn anything down um, if you find that there is a disconnect. But part of living a bubbly life and a part of the bubbly life membership is working through these situations so that we can continue to live extraordinary lives, right? In that that is where you're going to bring to your to the space like hey i'm holding myself accountable and i recognize that these are the things that are going and we can we can workshop it we can talk about it and you get to do the work to make the changes for yourself to live an extraordinary life 
So if you haven't already, you can go to www.abubbly.life slash luxury living and sign up for the membership. Between now and September, uh, whenever you sign up, whatever month you sign up, you'll get a 30-minute one-on-one session with me uh, each month leading up to September. So right now, as of this moment recording, uh, we've got June, July, and August um, leading up to it. So with that, thank you so much for listening. Remember to share, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And I will catch you on the next one. Ta-ta for now. Thank you for listening to Combos for a Bubbly Life. I invite you to subscribe, comment, and of course, follow the link in the description of this video to tap into more ways for you to live a bubbly life. Love you. Thank you.